0: What are you all um, looking forward to? What, what is everyone looking forward to? When you woke up this morning, what, was, what were your thoughts? What, are, what were you looking forward to today? Okay, coming to church? Alright, coming to church and what? Worship, praise, okay, come expecting, okay? Amen, praise the Lord. And when you did that, did you prepare yourself? Did you get ready? Yes. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. What about within this coming week? What are you you expecting this coming week? What are you looking forward to? Is there anything that you you have on the calendar that you're looking forward to this week? My son's birthday. Your son's birthday? All right. Amen. My sister's coming home. Your sister's coming home? Okay. Praise the Lord. Okay. Anybody else? My sister's coming home
1: too.
0: Okay. All right. Your sister's coming home too. All right. What? My parents. What? Are, my parents are Your coming parents home. are coming home. Okay. <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. Okay. What about this this month? This upcoming month? What, are, what What are you looking forward to? This This.
1: Spring.
0: Spring. Okay. I think the first day of spring is coming up, isn't it? Yes. All right. Praise the Lord. Praise God. What, what else are you looking forward to? What about this year? What's that? The end, of the, third quarter. the end of the third quarter? Okay. All right. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. What's that? Tax season? Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Okay, let's open up here, First uh, Thessalonians chapter four, and look at verse seventeen. Amen. Praise the Lord. First Thessalonians, chapter four, verse seventeen. It says, "Then we, okay, that's me. Who's we? Us, right? Who are alive and remain." shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And thus we shall always be with the Lord. Amen. We shall always be with the Lord. And then verse 18 says, Therefore comfort one another with these words. Jesus is coming. Amen. He's coming. Who is He coming for? Me. Yeah, us. The church, okay? His people. He's coming for us. Why is He coming? Why is He coming for us? He's coming to take us out, right? Of mm-hmm. uh, what's going what's to happen. The tribulation. Right? Yes. So when I say, what, what are you looking forward to? Yes, in our life, in our daily lives, we, we, we live a daily life that, that we have things that are upcoming. But spiritually, we are to look forward to the day that Jesus calls us and takes us out of this world and to be with Him. just as it says right there, the last part of that scripture, that we shall always be with the Lord. Always be with the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Um, Yesterday... I went to my son's, uh, my grandson's uh, wrestling meet. So he had a little wrestling meet, and he's only uh, seven years old, you know, and he, he's, he's learning how to wrestle. He doesn't quite understand the whole concept yet of winning, losing, that whole competitiveness, but he's, he's figuring it out. So he, he must have figured it out that uh, it's not fun to lose. <laughs> Because um, there was a match that he lost, and he was a little bit upset, you know. But uh, he went back out there, and then the next one, that, you know, he won again. But I was looking at all the kids, just, just all the kids that were doing that. And there was a time in my life where I used to coach, and I used to coach um, kids basketball and, and baseball. And a lot of times I hear other coaches that would always say, It's okay, as long as you have fun, it will be all right. You know, you can lose a game, you can lose, but as long as you're having fun, it's okay. You know, and I always thought about that. Why, why, why say that to our kids while we're coaching them and teaching them and training up, training them up to? We're not training them to be losers.
1: Am I right?
0: We're training them to be winners. Just as us, as children of God, we are being trained to win, to be a victor. You know we were not being trained to lose. The devil is the one that's the loser, Amen. not us. The devil is the one that has been defeated, not us. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, so I, I was. I seen all these kids, and then there was a time um, as I was coaching too. I would always tell them, it doesn't matter where you start. What matters is where you finish. You know, the same thing in our Christian walk, in our, in our Christian life. It doesn't matter where you start. Because where we started, when we look at ourselves, we, we, we make so many mistakes. You know, we've done wrong things. We, we, you know, just as our brother mentioned, our conduct with our words, our speech, and our attitude, and our actions. It was, it was not always perfect. But we started, and we said, Lord Jesus I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Forgive me of my sin. <coughs> Come into my life and be Lord over my life. Mm-hmm. And when we made that choice and that decision, that was a moment where we, we began to change and start. And now look, look, look at what we're coming up against. The day that the Lord Jesus calls us out mm-hmm. of this world. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Praise and... and I believe also that um, we came out of a, of a pandemic. Who would have ever thought we would go through a, such a pandemic where, you know, the places were shut down. You know, the churches were shut down. We couldn't come together. We couldn't meet together. You know, all these things that took place. But now, I hear a lot of people also starting to say, I can't wait for things to get back to normal. I can't wait... To get back to normal, to the way things used to be, to the way things were at one point in our life. What, what, what is normal? What is normal? Let's go to Philippians, Philippians chapter 3. Praise God, Amen. Make a joyful shout unto the Lord. Hallelujah! Yes, Amen. Praise the Lord. So let's look here in Philippians chapter 3. And I'm going to start there in verse 1. Right here in verse 1 it says, Finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Finally, Riverside Bread of Life, rejoice in the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. For me to write the same things to you is not tedious, but for you it is safe. Amen. Beware of dogs. <coughs> Beware of evil workers. Beware of the mutilation. For we are the circumcision who worship God in the Spirit. Rejoice in Christ Jesus Persecuting the church, concerning the righteousness which is in the law, blameless. But what things were gained to me, these I have counted lost for Christ. Yet, indeed, I also count all things lost. For the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and count them as rubbish, that I may gain Christ. How many of us want to gain Christ? Amen. Amen. Verse 9. And be found in Him, not having my own righteousness, which is from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is from God by faith, that I may know Him and the power of His resurrection and the fellowship of His sufferings, being conformed to His death, If by any means I may attain to the resurrection from the dead. Now look at verse 12. Not that I have already attained. I am already perfected. But I press on that I may lay hold of that which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended. But one thing I do forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. Therefore, let us, as many as are mature, have this mind. And if in anything you think otherwise, God will reveal even this to you, Nevertheless, to the degree that we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule. Let us be of the same mind. Praise the Lord. What should be our focus every day? God, right? What should be our focus every day? Yes, this, this should also be our focus every day. To get closer to God. Get closer to Him. Get closer to Him. Every day, we are to to have that. So now, attitude. Look at Paul's attitude here. What was his attitude when you look at verse 1? Go back to verse 1. He says, Finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. For me, to write the same things to you is not tedious, but for you it is safe. What is his attitude here? Yeah, he's telling us to rejoice. So I believe that his attitude is the attitude that he has He has the, the joy of the Lord. He's happy. He's content. He's not worried. He's not afraid. And you know where Paul is writing this letter from? From jail, from prison. You know, and, and, and all the things that he has gone through that he that he went through before he even wrote this letter, it says that he went through many so many spiritual battles. And and, and, and as he as he went through these battles, he began to grow, he began to mature, he began to to to, to have that desire, that attitude. To know God more and more and more. To want more of Him. But when we read here in in verse in verse 12. Look at what he says in verse 12. He says, not that I have already attained or am already perfected. So He's still learning. He's still growing. A lot of us, we can study the Word. We can read the Word. We can, we can get into the Word. We can dig deep into the Word. But every day, we're going to face something. And how do we look at it? How do we, how do we tackle that? How do we, how do we look at the things that, that affect us in our daily lives? What's your attitude? What's your attitude when things happen? If someone were to talk about you, what would your attitude be? Rejoice in the Lord. When, when something happens, a flat tire, going to work, what's your attitude? Rejoice in the Lord. When, 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 you, when you're feeling ill, when you're feeling sick, you know, and you know you, there's things that you got to do and you don't have time to be sick, but you're sick. What's your attitude? Rejoicing in the Lord? See, we, we face all these things every day in our life. We, we face spiritual battle and we face things and you know that 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 we go through each and every day. Paul here is, is trying to show us this. Now, right here, look what does he say? He he says, but, but I what? Press on, that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. So it's like we're running a race. We're running a race. We're running a race in our life. How many of you are going to be signing up for the Shipwreck Marathon? How many of you know the Shipwreck Marathon? It usually happens every year in May, right? Okay, so how, how many of you are going are to sign up and run it? I think you ran it once, right? Twice. Twice? Twice. Okay. How, how was that experience? Was it easy?
1: First time wasn't that bad, but the second time was a little bit harder for me okay. because I didn't
0: train for it. Alright. Didn't train for it. What made it harder? She didn't train for it. What makes our life hard on us when we go through life's situations. This is, this is like our training book right here. We have to train for it. We have to re-dig into God's Word once a week? Once a month? No. Every single day of our life, we ought to read the Word of God. Get to know God. And then not only that, we are to always pray. Pray always. Pray consistently. Never stop praying. Pray, pray, pray. Always. And then we are to come together, here and meet together. Here in, in the church. So, attitudes. I, I, I kind of... Um, <clears throat> this race that we are running... we are going through don't don't let it become um, we talked about this on our in our Bible study we talked about two churches so far Ephesus and Smyrna Smyrna was a church that was persecuted they were persecuted for their faith and Ephesus from the beginning had a love for God they loved God so much that they did everything that they could to share the Word. Whether they were tired, whether they they were exhausted, they, they kept going, they kept going, they kept going. And then somewhere along the way, they began to fall back. That love that they had for Christ began to fade away. And then Jesus warned them that they need to repent, change, and turn back to God. And the reason why that happened is that they began to go through the motion. Every day. Just taking life for granted. Coming to church. Just coming to church. And then going out. And then going back into the world. And then not not taking what you heard. Not taking what you have learned. And not taking what God is saying to you. To us. And just go back out into the world. And then be that same person. See when you come in through those doors. When you come in through those doors. How should you be walking out? The same person? No. no. Different, right? Change, right? I mean, and then just keep coming. The more you come, the more you come, the more you're going to walk out change. The more you're going to walk out different. The more you're going to be able to withstand the, the things that the enemy throws at you. And you, you're going to keep going. You're going to persevere. You're going to endure. You're going to, You're just going to have that attitude of, not wanting to give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. In our life, when things happen, 10% of what happens to us, and 90% is how we respond to it. How do you respond to it? How do you respond to things that happen to you? Positive? Negative? Do you go to the Lord in prayer? We should always go to the Lord first. Go to God. Go to Jesus. Lord God, what do I do in this situation? Lord God, help me in this situation. Give me the strength to to deal with this. Go to the Lord in prayer. Go to your brothers and sisters in Christ. Ask them for prayer. And then we are to encourage one another. To encourage each other. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Now, let's go back here to uh, verse 12. Not that I have already attained. Let's let's look at the the King James. Um, Ty, if you can put up the King James in in this uh, verse 12. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So look at uh, Philippians chapter 3, verse 12. We're going to read it up here in the King James Version. Okay, so here it says, Not as though I have already attained either were already perfect, but I follow after. If that, I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Apprehend. That word right there, apprehend. That word there, apprehend. Okay? Means to take eagerly, to seize to possess that's what that word there apprehend means if that i may apprehend so in other words if that i may possess seize or to take eagerly that for which also i am apprehended of christ so jesus christ took possession Of every single one of us, took possession of you, took possession of me. If you look at, uh, let's go to Romans chapter eight, verse twenty-nine, and then we're going to keep going back to Hebrew uh, Philippians, but just just keep a bookmarker there. But let's look at um, Romans chapter eight, verse twenty-nine. Praise the Lord. God is good? All the time. Amen. All the time? God is good. Yes, He is. Amen. Amen. So Romans chapter 8, verse 29. For whom He foreknew, He also, look, predestined to be conformed to the image of His Son, that he might be the firstborn among, look, among many brethren. Predestined. Predetermined. God's purpose in possessing each and every one of us. We were predestined. He took possession of all of us. Going back to Philippians, not that I have already attained or am already perfected. I press on that I may lay hold or take hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me to apprehend. Verse 13 says, Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind And reaching forward to those things which are ahead. So what are what are what are we pursuing? What is is Paul pursuing here? And and how how are we to pursue pursue the word of God? How, How are we to run this race that we're running? Are we to run this race, just, you know, sometimes they'll say, pace yourself, pace yourself. <laughs> to pace yourself means to you just get a comfortable speed and just kind of keep going, keep going, keep running. And I, I believe they say that so you won't burn out too fast, or you won't get tired too quick, or, or, or you won't, you know, they want you to finish, but they tell you to pace yourself. Do you believe that we are to pace ourselves as we run for Christ, as we run for the Lord? No, once we get going, we are to keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. We are to run with enthusiasm. We are to run with enthusiasm. We are to run with endurance. 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 pursuing god's purpose pursuing god's purpose with enthusiasm with endurance enthusiasm to follow amen praise the lord praise god praise the lord now when 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 we we are also to perceive of God's purpose for us. Paul wanted to claim God's purpose for his life. He wanted to understand God's purpose for his life. What's God's purpose for your life? What's God's purpose for our life? At the end of the race, what's at the end of the race? There's going to be a prize. You know, every every person that runs a race, they'll get a medal, they'll get a ribbon, they'll get a trophy. Did you know that as a Christian, as a child of God, as a believer, as we go through this life, that we're going to all receive a reward? There's rewards in heaven. Rewards are going to be given. We're going to be given to us, to you. And you're going to be given a crown, different types of crowns. There are four crowns, different types, will be given to each and every one of us. But these crowns that are given to us doesn't mean that we're royalty. It just means and it just shows that what we have done, we're going to be rewarded in heaven. And, and, and everyone's going to see it. Amen. When we don't give up, when we keep going, when we persevere, we're going to, when, when we are persecuted and we don't give up and we keep running this race and we keep going, we're going to receive a reward. Are you, are you, can you see the reward? Can you see the reward in heaven? Can you see the prize? Can you see the prize? No matter what we go through, no matter what you face, no matter what trials and temptations come in your life, it doesn't matter because we, we shouldn't look at those things. We shouldn't let those things cause us to change our attitude. We shouldn't let those things dictate who we are and how we are to live and how we are to, to talk and how we are to, to, to show the world who we are. Instead, we are to stand on the Word of God and say that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I'm going to keep running this race. I'm going to keep doing everything for the Lord God because He created me for a purpose. You know, He didn't just create us to just sit there and just be there and to just not do anything. You know, we are to get up and move, 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 move for God, move for Jesus. Move, move, move. When, when, when Sharon and I ended up with uh, COVID, when Sharon and I ended up with COVID, th- this, is what, this is what I found out. When I was in the hospital, I was in there getting up every morning, praising God, worshiping God, you know, just, just being in His Word. But on the other hand, Sharon was still in, out here, she was still out here, and, you, and for her, the enemy was attacking her, that all she wanted to do was just lay there. She didn't want to get up, she didn't want to move, she didn't want to do anything, she just wanted to just lay there. And the more she laid there, the more she laid there, the, 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 the things... Begin to just pile up on her. So from from the from the hospital room, I called her and I said, Sharon, you gotta get up. You gotta get up. You gotta move. The enemy is is the one that wants you to just lay there. No, he's been defeated. Get up. Get up. You gotta get up. Get up. Stand on the word. So finally, one day she got up. She she forced herself to get up. And when she got up, she she began to move around. And when she began to move around, she she began to to, to start to to just get into the presence of God. And then finally she went outside. And she began to move around and start to go places. See, the enemy wants us to just stay there, to just lay there, to not do anything. But, But we are to get up. We are to move. We are... Yes. Mm-hmm. We are to move. We are to get up. Yes. Get up, get up, get up, get up. Get up, get up, get up. Yes. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You know, God, this, this race that, that we are running, and, and we, we have to look at it. We have to see it that there's a, there's a prize ahead, and we're running towards that. We're running towards that. We're running towards that. You know, Christ. Jesus Christ. One day, one day, we're going to get there. One day, you're going to get there. Well done, good and faithful servant. Now, enter into the joy of the Lord. What a beautiful place. What a beautiful place. You know, none of us have never really seen it physically. But when you do, can you imagine? Can you imagine? Can you imagine? It changes, our, it changes our whole perspective. It should change your perspective. You know, when you're feeling sick, do you look at the sickness and say, Oh, my leg hurts. Or my back hurts. Or my head hurts. You know, or, you know, I'm not feeling well. Calling in sick. We should claim. We should stand on the word of God. And I just heard from, from, from my sister here. She was just rejoicing, rejoicing, rejoicing. She made it last week. She had a choice. She, she didn't have to be here, but she made it. She was here. She didn't have to be here again today, but she said, I'm going to be there. And she's here again today. See, run that race, run that race, run that race. Don't give up, don't stop. Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Yes, things are going to come and happen, but keep going, keep going. Amen, praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let's keep reading here, look. Brethren, verse 13, brethren. I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, look, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. Forgetting those things which are behind. Forget about those things. That's the past. That's gone. That's done. That's over with and what am I talking about? I'm talking about sin. You know, we've all sinned. We've all come short of the glory of God. But it's because of Christ Jesus died on the cross by His blood that we have been set free and He washed everything away. And, and He tells us He doesn't remember it no more. If He doesn't remember it no more, why are we still trying to remember those things? What we came out of and then not only that, why are we pointing fingers at one another and say, remember when you used to hang out in the bar? Remember when you used to go to the casino and do all those gambling and whatnot and things like that? We shouldn't be reminding each other of, 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 of sins that they have done. Instead, we should be encouraging them, lifting them up, and glorifying God. He said, keep going, keep going, keep going. Jesus loves you. God loves you. Don't give up. Let's keep going. Let's keep <coughs> going. There's probably a time maybe you've seen, um, I think, on the, on the um, television, when they had the Olympics, there was one guy that was running the race, and right before he was getting to the finish line, collapsed. Couldn't finish. Too tired. Fell over. injured himself. But what did the next guy do? Just look at him and keep running to get ahead. No. Stop. Help him up. Carry him to the finish line. You know, that's how we, we are to encourage one another. We are to lift each other up. We are to pick each other up and say, come on, brother. Come on, sister. You can do it. You can do it. You know, if we know each other in here, if you don't see somebody here, give them a call. Hey, we didn't see you in church today. Where were you at? Just checking up on you, making sure everything's okay, making sure everything's all right, you're doing well. You know, encourage one another, lift each other up. Amen. Praise the Lord. God is good? Yes, He is. All the time? Forget about the sins of the past. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Now, here's another one. Forget about the sorrows of the past. The sorrows of the past. How many have ever carved your name in a tree? Okay. And if it was a small tree, if it was a small tree and you carved your name on there, okay, maybe brother and sister did it here, right? You put your initial, her initial, and put a heart around it. Okay. Or Trevor, Marlena. Okay. I was just asking. Maybe that tree. You put your initial. You put your, your your heart around it. But when you when you put a when when people carve on a tree, okay. When that when that tree begins to grow over time, that, that initial or whatever you carve on there kind of gets covered up. You know, and, and then what does it look like? It looks like a scar. It looks like a scar. The same thing with us. When, when, we, when we get hurt, when a when, when, when heart gets broken or when a heart gets shattered and, and, and when things happen, that pain, there's, there's like a scar on our heart. But we shouldn't keep looking at that and say, oh, oh poor me. Poor me, poor me, poor me. This is how I was treated. This is how, you know, I was, I, I was abused. This is what I went through, and this is what I, you know, dealt with. And you know, we we, we can't hold on to that. Forget, forget, forget about the things that are behind. Right? Forget about it. It doesn't matter where you, where you came from. It doesn't matter where you've been. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter. We can just go to God and say, Lord God, forgive me. Help me. Strengthen me. See how much He loves you? See how much He loves us?
1: Amen.
0: And then that heart begins to heal. Healing begins to take place. Begins to take place where you don't have to feel sorry about yourself anymore. You shouldn't have to feel sorry about yourself. You're a child of God, amen? You're a royalty, amen? You shouldn't have to feel sorry for yourself. You shouldn't have to. You shouldn't have to. Just keep going, just keep going, just keep running this race. Focus on God. Focus on Jesus. Focus on the prize. Focus on the prize. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Forget. Look at that. Forget those things which are behind. Now, look, what does it say after that? Reaching forward to those things which are ahead. Reaching forward. Reaching forward. How many of you ever got so close to something, it was right there at your fingertips, but you couldn't get it, and you just kind of gave up? Oh, I can't get it. I can't get it. Then all of a sudden, someone comes right there and pulls it out of there from, from you. Don't let that happen. So Paul Paul is making an example of this race. This race that he's making an example of as an illustration is not necessarily a person running. It's more because back then, and during that time, in that, in that, in that day and age, what they did is, you know how they used to do their races? They did it on chariots. One man with the horse on a chariot would be doing this, going, and going, and going, and going. Now look, what, he's, what is he doing, this person on the chariot? That horse would go this way, and he would have to turn it this way. So he's doing everything he can to hang on and to move and reach forward, because he's reaching forward for that price. He's doing everything he can. He's being thrown around, but he's hanging on. He's never letting go, because he wants to finish that race. He wants to get to the end. He's going and he's going and he's going and he's going. How many of you ever felt that way? You know, you're—it's you're, like you're being tossed around. You know, one minute you're here, next minute here, then the next minute here. why? Why is this always happening to me? Why am I always going through this? Why am I always facing this? Why can I get a breakthrough? Why can't? Why can I just put it on cruise control? And we just and, and but this is what he's talking about. He's, he's, he's being thrown around, tossed around, but he's hanging on. He's hanging on. Maybe a lot of you are doing that now, going down the road. Except now you're being you're going this way because you're avoiding the pothole. <laughs> or maybe you get you hit a pothole and you didn't see it, it pulls you up and you, whoa. Amen. Praise the Lord. Forget about the sins of the past. Forget about the sorrows of the past. Look at uh, 2 Corinthians. Let's go to 2 Corinthians. uh, Chapter 10. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. 2 Corinthians. Chapter 10. Look at verse 12. Look at verse 12. Furthermore, when I came to Troas to preach Christ's gospel, and a door was opened to me by the Lord, I had no rest in my spirit because I did not find Titus my brother, but taking my leave of them, I departed for Macedonia. Now look at verse 17. Look at verse 17. For we are not as so many peddling the word of God, but as of sincerity, but as from God, we speak in the sight of God in Christ. And if we go back to uh, Philippians Chapter 3. Thank you, Father. Thank
1: you.
0: Verse 14. I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. This race that we're running, this race that you're running, is your race. It's not the person that's next to you. It's not their race. Your race is your race. You can't have anyone run your race for you. You can't run the race for someone else. You have to run your own race. You have to run your own race. You can't run it for someone else. Or you can't let someone run it for you it's it's not it's not a relay it's not something that you just get the baton give it to the next person and that person takes off no we are running our own our own race you are running your own race amen praise the lord praise god praise god now the prize the prize we are running towards this prize mm-hmm. what is this prize crown <coughs> mm-hmm. yes yes praise god praise the lord and then not only that look look at our verse 14 I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. That's also there, the higher calling of God, the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. As I was coaching, here's another thing that I I would always tell the kids is this. Especially when we're we're doing baseball, I would always tell them, are you going to ever be great? Are you going to ever reach your goal? If, if you wanted to be the best hitter on the team, are you going to ever be the best hitter? You know, they, they would all always set a goal. Are we going to always achieve that goal here in this life? It's until we go home and get into the presence of God that we're going to finally be there. Amen. But right now, every single day, every moment, there's a goal every single day to follow God, to follow Jesus. More of Him. More of Him. Amen. We're, we're not going to get there in this world. We're not going to know it all. We're not going to receive it all. We're going to keep... There's always more. Every single day, every moment in our life, there's always more of God that we need. There's always more of Jesus that we need. We, I, I can't come up here and say I know it all because I don't know it all. I only know so much. That's it. There's so much more to, to learn, to know, to grow. And I believe that's what Paul is saying here. He said, I, I've been through all, I've been through this, I've been through that, but I still haven't attained it, I still haven't gotten it yet, I'm still, I'm still growing, but until that day, there's a scripture that says, what did Paul say? He says, finally, I have finished the race, I have fought the good fight of faith, and when I was, when I was reading that, I was thinking to myself... What would our last words be in this world? What would your last words be in this world? If you were to speak to your family, if you know Jesus is calling you home and it's going to be your last day, you knew that was going to be your last day, what are you going to tell people? What are you going to tell your family? Are you going to tell them, don't, don't worry about it, stay out of trouble? Because what Paul said, he says, I have finished the race. I have fought the good fight of faith. That's what he said. I have fought the good fight of faith. I have finished the race. And he encouraged with those words. See, we are to encourage one another. Keep going. Keep going. Keep running. Don't get tired. Don't get, don't get, you know, don't don't just, Start pacing yourself. Keep going, keep going. If there's someone up there in front of you, you know, get, do your best to try to catch that person. And then keep going, keep going. There's always going to be somebody ahead of you. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Don't stop, don't stop. Don't quit, don't quit, don't quit. Those doors are open, don't quit, come. Those doors are open, don't quit, Come. Monday night, we got Monday night prayer, 6.30. Wednesday, we got Bible study, 6.30. Don't stop. Keep going. Keep going. (laughs) Next Sunday, next Sunday on the 26th, uh, we're going to have a a, a baby dedication service here. And then also in the evening, next week on the 26th, in the evening, at 6 o'clock p.m., we're going to have our first um, uh, youth uh Bible service our youth service church service for all the young people and we're going to continue to do that every week on Sundays amen, amen. amen. praise God yes. you know encourage your children <laughs> encourage the young people when when, when I was looking we were we were I was looking on television and I was re- watching the news and And then there were shown highlights of the basketball games of the state tournament. You know what? I saw that whole gymnasium filled with people willing to travel so many miles to encourage these young people. That is good, there's nothing wrong with that. But what if we have that same attitude and encourage our young people, bring them to church, bring them to church. And they're not just bringing them to church, but sitting there with them and encouraging them. Say, come on, son. Come on, child. Come on, daughter. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Yes. yes, life is hard. Yes, life is tough. But you know what? With Jesus, you can overcome all of those things. You can get through all of those things. You don't have to worry about anything. You just trust God. He will fill you with His peace. You don't have to worry about people saying things to, to you that to hurt your feelings to put you down. You just, you're just going to learn to love them the way Christ loves you and the, Christ, the way Christ loves them. Oh. See, we need to encourage the young people as well and tell them, come on, let's go, let's go. Let's go, let's go. Let's go. And amazingly, who are they watching? They're watching every single one of us. They're watching every single one of us. And when you come and you sit there and you don't want to praise God, you don't want to rejoice in the Lord, they're watching that. They're watching that. So what do they do? They put on their own earphones. And then they watch those people, they listen to those people, because those people are running around, jumping up and down. They're they're not worshipping God, but they're worshipping things that are Evil and demonic, and they're, they're taking advantage of that. Where we are to be the example and say, Look, this is how we worship God. This is how we praise God because God is the one that's going to get us through. He's the answer. He's the answer. He's our provider. He's our protector. He's our comforter. He's our strength. And when we begin to do that, they're going to see that. And they're going to say, I want want some of that. I want some of that. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. We also have this um, youth uh, conference that's coming up. It's going to be coming up in April. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Let us encourage the young people. Let's go out. Let's bring them in. Let's start telling others. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. And I like that. It's not, it's not the next generation. It's the now generation. Right now. Right now. I think a lot of times we, we separate. We say, oh, you're that generation. We're this generation. So, so your generation is different than ours. No. It's been the same from the beginning. And it's still the same today. But one day, it's going to change. It's going to change. Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. And He's coming very soon. He's coming very soon. Very soon. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Look at verse 15. Therefore, let us, as many as are mature, have this mind. And if in anything you think otherwise, God will reveal even this to you. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Mm -hmm. Nevertheless, to the degree that we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule. Let us be of the same mind. Let us be of the same mind, each and every one of us here today. Praise God. Praise the Lord. There's a person here. Let me read this to you. This is back in 1968. There was the Olympics that took place in Mexico City. It says that the last runner to finish the marathon was an athlete from Tanzania. He had a difficult race. He stumbled at one point and ended up bruised, bloody, with a broken leg, but he didn't quit. Even though everyone else had finished the race and gone home, he kept at it. Finally, at 7 in the evening, he he straggled into the near-empty stadium. There were still about 7,000 people on hand to witness his finish, and all 7,000 stood giving this battered athlete a standing ovation as he finished his last lap. Now, this dedicated marathon runner was asked, why didn't you quit? How come you just didn't quit? And this is what he said. This was his response. My country did not send me halfway around the world to start the race. They sent me to finish it. They sent me to finish it. Jesus! God didn't call you and place you in this place right now to stop. He placed you here right now to finish. So that you will be with Him. We will be with Him in His presence forever and ever and ever. Be in the presence of God forever and ever and ever. Don't give up. There were 7,000 people here who waited But can you imagine when we get to heaven, tens and tens of thousands of angels rejoicing. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. That's why I always, I can just try to imagine when one person accepts Jesus as their Lord and Savior, the angels in heaven rejoice. So there's a loud sound in heaven of rejoicing over one person who accepts Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Yes. And that was all of you. Every single one of you. When you made that commitment, when you made that commitment, you surrendered your life. And you said, Lord Jesus, come into my life. Come into my life. When you did that, that, that first time, angels in heaven rejoiced over you. Praise God. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Another one saved. Another one saved. Praise God. Praise God. This world, this world needs Jesus. This world needs God. Our community, our schools need Jesus. Our country needs Jesus. How are they going to know who Jesus is if we just sit here? We need to go out and share. We need to go out and be the light. We need to go and show them this is how we do it. Run, 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 run. Don't stop. Don't give up. Why do you go to church? Well, I go to church because I want to receive more of God. You know, some don't ask you that. Why? Why? Why do you always go to church? What's so good about church? Show them. Tell them. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Let's look at Revelation right here, chapter 2, verse 10. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Look at Revelation, chapter 2, verse 10. Do not fear any of those things which you are about to suffer, Indeed, the devil is about to throw some of you into prison that you may be tested and you will have tribulation ten days. Be faithful until death and I will give you the crown of life. Be faithful. Be faithful. Look at that. Do not fear. Do not be afraid. Don't be scared. Don't worry about it. For the things which you are about to suffer, the devil is about to throw some of you into prison that you may be tested, and you will have tribulation ten days. But be faithful until death, and I will give you the crown of life. Amen. Amen. How many of you are ready to receive the crown of life? How many of you are looking at that prize, that, that, that day, that moment when the Lord God says, here you go and you get the crown of life. And then not only that, but when we get the crown of life, you know what we're going to do with it? We're going to lay it before Jesus. We're going to lay we're going to take it off, and we're going to lay it before Jesus. And we're going to worship God and say, all for you, Lord. All for you, God. All for you. Everything that I faced, everything that I went through, it's all because of you. It's all because of you. My family is saved. It's all because of you that I'm in good health. It's all because of you that, 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 that my, my, my finances are in order. It's all because of you, Lord God, that I'm not afraid, I'm not worried. It's all because of you. I'm going to keep looking forward. I'm going to keep pressing on. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. I'm not going to look back. Because what happens when you look back? Yeah. And it slows you down. I'm not going to slow down, Lord God. I'm going to keep my eyes on you. I'm going to keep my eyes on you. I'm going to keep focused on you, Lord.